Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. I got my guy here, Matty Stats. Wilcox, how you doing, Matty? I'm great, brother. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's just me and you again. It is. It kind of feels weird. I guess Thomas is just holidaying it up. Yeah, I guess, you know, he's kind of slacking here towards the end of the season. Yeah, getting the he started cold. He started hearing the basketballs bouncing. <laughs> He's got it, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, we are live here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio here in Conway, Arkansas. Matt, what do you think about this playoff stuff we got going on with high school football? It's been wild, man. It really has. Last week was some some shockers Boy, across I mean, the state. Would you have ever guessed both of your games that, that went down in 7A? No way. No way. I mean, one of them, maybe. Maybe. And, I, you know, even on the radio show we had last Friday morning, I, I mentioned, I said, hey, listen, don't discount Bentonville. They're playing yeah. good football right now. I think they'll make it a yeah. game. But to beat Bryant the way they did. No, that – you know, I, when I said one of them, maybe I wasn't even being specific. I was just saying the fact that one of those games went the way they did, maybe, but both of them? Right. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, no doubt about it. And then, I mean, you know, for most part, I think the rest of the state went chalk. I mean, for, you know – I mean, you you yeah. went thirteen for sixteen, and that's counting the two seven. No, seven. one of the seven A games because you picked. Yes, I did. Fayetteville. I did pick one. Just, just. I mean, they're just hot. Yeah, it was a great weekend of football. We all went to games. We did. You went to started out at CC. Yeah, got to see the Dean brothers and, and Mr. Chairs play. And yeah, they jumped out. You know, the, the first two possessions of the ball game were field goals, which was yeah. a little bit surprising. Yeah, I, you know, we figured it'd be just a boat race, and that whoever could score fifty the first would win the game. And right. Come down, kick the field goal, and I was like, well, that's kind of odd. And then they go down, kick the field goal, and yeah. it took them a little while for Elkins to kind of get the, the ball rolling a little bit. But once they did, man, they never never looked never back. Never slowed down. And Cherry and, and put the, on a show. Okay, so I just want to say he would look good in black and gold. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> gonna I'm not going to you know extend on that any. Just want to say he'd look good in black and gold. That offense is phenomenal, but it sounds like listen, man, the defense ain't no slouch. I'm telling you. And the quarterback for CAC, man, he's especially he's legit. He can spin it. And I was more impressed. I think I was more impressed with his legs as I was with his arm. Well, listen to this. I actually wrote this down. Grayson Wilson's season stats. 209 of 308 for 68%. 3,413 yards, 41 touchdowns, two interceptions. Wow. 837 yards, rushing, 15 touchdowns, total 4,250 yards, 56 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's incredible. It really is. So, Fayetteville. Lindsey. Lindsey. Mm-hmm. Stone two picks, I think, all year. Yeah. Going into last week, did he throw any last uh, week? Not that I know of. Yeah. Threw uh, like 49 touchdowns versus two picks. Wow. All right. Sponsors. Yes. American Safeguard Insurance. Great people. Home, auto, life, commercial, bonds. We want your business. Uh, big shout out to those guys. We we of course we give them some love every week, but man, we we wouldn't be here right now without them. I mean they they're the ones that kind of started us. And, and yeah, boy, I hope they don't hear this. I know their their heads their heads are going to get so big they barely fit through the door. Anyway. I know, but I yeah, know. But yeah, no, we couldn't do it without them. They they're the ones that bought the equipment to get us started and encouraged us to get on it and yeah. do it and follow through with it, and we did. And four years later, here we are. So. 
Jason Smith sent an email today. We have our product producers meetings on Tuesday morning, nine o'clock. I wasn't gonna be able to make it because I had another meeting with a potential client. Right. I let Brian know, hey, ahead of time, I was like, hey man, they're wanting to meet. You fine with that? He's like, yeah, no problem, whatever. But Jason sends an email this morning, and says, hey, we're gonna have an announcement at nine thirty after the producers meeting. Well, I see him in the hallway. I'm like, hey man, just gonna give you a heads up. He knew I was meeting with these people. I was like, hey, I'm meeting with them. I don't know how long it's gonna take. He said, oh, it's no problem. This is just for important people. In Jason Smith fashion. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're last in the pickums right now. <laughs> it's an absolute travesty that you made it. Absolutely. <laughs> I can just say this. Brian Sims wouldn't have finished last. No, I guarantee you he wouldn't have. <laughs> of course, Brian Sims wouldn't be going, a tiger always beats um elephant. You know, we try to keep we're gonna to try to keep the rest of the pickums anonymous and just call them by the week that they won. We're not doing that with Jason Smith. No. He's no, in he's last. Last, yes, that's right, that's right. Hey, another big shout-out, Globe Life, Liberty National, Everett & Associates. Great people. You know, I'm doing the Big Daddy's training. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know what that is, I, I'm a big guy, I'm a lineman, I played college ball as a defensive end, I played tackle in the end, I played uh, my whole life I've been a big guy, big lineman. Well, I'm doing speed and agility for linemen, for the Big Daddies. Right. It's called Big Daddies. Well, I have three Everett's. Nice. Three of the seven yeah. Everett boys. Right. Andy, who's doing the, I call him the skinny guys, speed agility. Yeah. He's got two of them. Nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> so awesome. we've got a, a big portion of the Everett. <laughs> uh, but the, we met last night, and uh, they did a great job. But, man, great family, great business. They're, hey, if you, if you don't have accidental mm-hmm. life insurance, hey, accidental, I've got the Accident Protector Max. Right. It covers us if something happens to me, if something happens to one of my kids playing sports. It's nothing. And listen, we're we're football guys, and that's yeah. what the show's about. But this is way beyond football. That's right. It covers you over basketball, baseball, golf, tennis, like whatever. Listen, I took a, a team of kids, not just me. I One of the coaches took a team of peewee kids to play football in the Super Bowl this year with 14 kids because we had five <laughs> kids break bones. Right, which is unheard of. It's unheard of. <laughs> it's all freak, too. Yeah. But the fact is, those are five families with this policy would have been really oh, yeah. taken care of. And listen, I, it's not just your peewee kids. Like, I talked to, you know, Coach Kramer over at Conway Christian right. and, and Coach Langrell at, at Valonia all year long. Like, he said, it's non-contact stuff, which I, I don't know. These kids need to drink more milk, I guess. Well, so, <laughs> and, and, I was, and I've explained this to some parents that, who are concerned, who have little kids, they're concerned. I'm saying, listen, the safest time, for, in my opinion – for them to play football oh, is when they're little. No Here's why. They're not big enough to hurt each other. They're not generating enough speed to hurt They're not. Other. They're not. They get hurt when they fall. Yes. We had one kid who fell and a big kid rolled mm-hmm. awkwardly over on him. Right. Which can happen on the playground. That's right. This, this was his teammate. This wasn't like another, right. you know. We had one of them, you know, broke his finger. I mean, just. Just weird stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah. So this is important to have. You you need and listen. We don't make a dollar off this. Oh, we don't work for them. Mm-mm. They're a great sponsor of ours, admittedly. But I'm telling you, I've got every policy they offer. I do. Yeah. And I would have them whether they were our sponsor or not. I had them before they were our sure. sponsor. That's right. I've got their cancer policies. Hey, listen. If I die, if I, if I get cancer, actually, no, I don't have to die. If I get you cancer, get, yeah. I get a huge check. That's right. To me, not to the hospital, to yes, me. That's right. So definitely check these guys out. And hey, contact us. We'll help you get to them. Sure. And then, of course, Collier. Yeah. He was on my roof the other day. Yeah. He's trying to get me taken care I of. I love it, man. Yeah, good guy. Collier Roofing, uh, Freeman Collier, Justin Collier, the whole Collier bunch. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're a family organization, man. They've had a phenomenal year in their tenth year. Yeah, uh, just starting their tenth year, and I, I just it blows me away to see. I don't want to say I'm surprised by their success because they're great people, hard workers, and usually those are the ones that succeed. Well, let me tell you, as a business owner, I'm blown away at the speed of their success. Yes, because it's, it's hard. It's incredible. It's man. hard to be a business owner, and, and you just watch their tra- their trajectory, and it's it's incredible. It's fun to watch. Uh, it couldn't happen to a better better group right. of people. And yeah. I, I believe that that's why they're blessed. Yeah, I truly, and I believe that's why the Everett's are blessed, and why sure. ASI is being blessed. Sure. I mean, all believers in the Lord, and and. Uh, it's important. Absolutely. And I believe that, that the Lord takes care of us. Yep. All right. Well, hey, we're already past, we're, we're already past time. We're, we were, we were sitting here worried yeah. for nothing. <laughs> That's right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to start our top tens. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Maddie. Hit off our top tens on 7A. All right, 7A for week 14. Man, it's hard to believe. It just seems like yesterday we were starting out for week zero, and here we are at the end of the season. Uh, Be our next to last top ten for week uh, for 7A. But for week 14, number one, Fayetteville at number one, 12-0 in the season, beat the Conway Wampus Cats 24-21. What a ball game that was. Went down to the very, very end. Uh, Conway had a couple of chances to score to to get the victory and just couldn't get it done. And uh, what a ball game. You know, they get down there late. They don't kick the field goal on about the 10-yard line or so. Whew, tough one. Now, walk me through, because I was I was at Benton. I didn't get to see any of that game. Walk me through kind of how the last three or four minutes shook down. Well, so, admittedly, I was driving. 
<laughs> gotcha. from, from Prescott. But Clint was in the pasture seat, and he had the game on watching it, so I was keeping up with it. They were going downfield, and they were down by – they were down three, yes. They're driving down. They get to about the 10-yard line, and they stall out. And and don't don't hold me on exact yardage or anything, but it looked to me like they were about the 10-yard line, mm. fourth and eight-ish, right. and they go for it. And they don't get it. I right. mean – Turn, I, turn over on downs with what two two and a half minutes maybe, left probably yeah. maybe yeah yeah they stop they stop and get the ball back and it's just kind of desperation now was there a free kick oh I forgot about that so they attempted the free kick what happened there uh, they were going to do the free kick and before he kicked the ball they threw him the leg game which helped him because I don't think he made it okay so gotcha that moves him back five more yards though yeah. And they just put the offense in and can't can't score. I'll be dying. Uh, it, it was kind of ugly. Yeah. Uh, the way it ended, uh, just boy should have. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure. And who 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 guesses the the greatest coach in state of Arkansas? Sure. I mean, hey, he that's, is. That's right. But and I mean, uh, really, you look at the score. There's no way if you'd have given me twenty guesses before the game started, I would have picked it. A game in the twenties with those two offenses. Oh yeah, that's just you're exactly right. It's kind of like the UCA game in the week before. Yeah, it's like well, if one thing I could have told you is neither one of the two best offenses in the conference are going to score a combined twenty points. That's right, twenty four, whatever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, certainly would have thought it had been a, a forty to a thirty or yeah. you know. Yeah, that was I was uh, shocked by that. All right, at number two, the Bentonville Tigers, as they've done, they've done something that. No other 7A team in the state has done in the past five years and knocked off the Bryant Hornets 52-28 to at Bryant in a game that I think shocked not only everybody in the state but everybody that keeps up with high school football in the region. That's true, but just let me say this. We talked about this last week. We did. That a lot of people were discounting this team and there was no logical reason why. That's right. A team loses a one-score game to – Conway, who is believed to be the one or two in the state, yes, loses another game where their quarterback gets injured and ends up losing by two scores. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, their quarterback's out the second half who put up freak numbers. <laughs> and so those two losses, well, I mean, Bentonville, they're, they're, people acted like they were lucky to be playing. Yeah. And I'm like, um, this is every year for Bentonville. Sure. And guess what? Now they're playing the state championship. That's right. And, I mean, they've, they've got a great shot. It's a rematch. And they didn't just win that game. Oh, convincingly. Yeah. I mean, convincingly. Almost doubled them up. And so, Conway – or, I'm sorry, Bentonville will take on Fayetteville for a conference rematch. But this time it's for the state championship. Junk, do you – which what time do they play uh, this weekend? Is that a Saturday Boy, that's noon? one thing I didn't look up. I forgot to look at them. I think it's Saturday. I'll pull them up while you're talking here. Yeah, I think it's Saturday at noon. So the rest of our top ten, finishing out our top ten for 7A in week 14, number three is Bryant, number four Conway's. Both of them finished the season 10-2. and two. Number five, Bentonville West, 8-4 and four on the season. Number six, Rogers, 8-4. and four. Number seven, Cabot finished 7-5, and five, as well as Fort Smith Southside at number eight. And then Jonesboro at five and six on the season, and North La Rock at three and eight. All right. So Saturday, Bentonville Fable at noon. Okay. Shallow Parkview, six thirty. The nightcap. All right. Sounds good. So yeah. does that make you done? Yeah, I'm done. All yeah. right. Well, that gets us to six A Greenwood beat PA. You know, this one's never really a game. Uh, it was actually less of a game than I thought it would be. 
I really thought PA would push them. I did too. And, and you know, we, we talked about all your PAs just – They're just – They were dirt. I mean, they lost a bunch. Right, right. <laughs> and for right. them to even be in that situation in the yeah. semifinals is incredible. We should get them with Everett agencies. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, but but Greenwood won that game by 30. Uh, they finished the, the non-championship season at 12-0. Uh, Little Rock Christian beat Benton – 42 to 35, closer game than I thought it would be. Really thought Christian would probably beat them by three or four scores. But Benton played their offense, you know, came out and did what they've been doing all year. They did. They just lined up and ran the ball, which, you know, if, if Little Rock Christian has had a weakness this year, it's been against the run. That's right. And you look back to what Shallow did to them. And, That's right. And with that running back that Benton had, they just lined up and said, hey, we're, this is what we're going to do to beat you. Yeah. And if it's not good enough, then we're, oh, well. Yeah. Number three is now Benton at ten and two, and then number four is Pulaski Academy ten and three. Uh, after that, stays the same. Marion at five, Greenbrier six, Mountain Home seven, Van Buren eight, West Memphis nine, and Little Rock Catholic at ten. Uh, that game, as we just mentioned, the state championship game in six A will be Friday night game six thirty. Yeah, Friday night six thirty, yeah. and then Friday two A state championships at noon. Right at noon. So we we'll get into this probably a little bit more next week because we won't have near much to talk about next no, week. No, we're probably going to be talking about. We might be like the the morning mayhem and talk a little <laughs> bit about sports and everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we just talk about how some of these teams will be moving classifications, and so. Yes. It will be a totally different uh, – Boy, some you know, we've looked at this all year long like we knew what we were looking at and still getting surprises. That's right. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it'll be time for our fives and our fours. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the studio here in Conway, and it's time to do our fives and our fours. Matty? All right, 5A, week 14, between the mats. Number one, Little Rock, Parkview, as they have been there all season long. 13-0 and as they beat Camden Fairview, a rematch of a conference uh, matchup earlier in the year, and about the same result as they beat Camden Fairview, 42-13. to And then Shiloh Christian, number two, 11-2, beat Pine Bluff, 49-41. to Man, I didn't realize the way that game went. I guess I didn't pay much attention Friday night. Uh, I was watching some of the Benton at Little Rock Christian, and I was at Prescott for three quarters. But I watched the Hootons highlights this week. Yeah. Like Pine Bluff was on like, them early. Like it could have turned into a mercy rule pretty quick. Well, I and so I was at I was at CAC watching that game, Elkins and CAC, and so I was just keeping up. I'd look down my phone every time it'd be yeah. and look at the score. I'm like, oh my gosh, Pine Bluff is like running away with rolling it. these folks. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I think I looked at a text and I saw that Shallow was up, and I went, what? What just happened? <laughs> Couple of turnovers. 
It was crazy. Wow. They, I mean, they went from down almost 20 to up in the third quarter. Is that right? Yes. It flipped that quickly. It flipped that quickly. Wow. It was – I mean, it was like this – like if you were a shallow fan, you would have been there going, oh, it's going to be a long night. Yeah. Like, like we're done. Yeah. Season's over. I think Crutchfield went off early in the game. Oh, yeah. Game, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and even some late. Yeah. But – and even and that was another thing too is when Shallow got up, Pine Bluff wasn't done. Like they scored again, wow. and then Shallow scored again. <laughs> uh, it was a great game. Yeah, can Shallow push this Parkview team? Man, it's it's hard to say. You know, last year it's a rematch of last year's state title. That's right. Um, so I the think- two years Shallow's been in. Five A. <laughs> yeah, I think Shallow will will have learned a lot from last year's game. Uh, yes. I think that'll play to their benefit. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I just don't know if athlete for athlete if they can get it done. I mean, Parkview. Listen, we've talked about it all year. They're possibly the best team in the entire state of Arkansas. I mean, if you don't ever have to kick to them and you can nail every play, you you got a chance to keep it close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm not saying that about Shallow. They no, may go no. beat them, but that's just the way it's been for people this year. It's just like who's next and how bad. And I, I meant to look at this earlier when I was doing my notes, and I just totally forgot. Do you know what the closest game they've had besides the Bryant game? I mean, oh, there hasn't been one. I mean, has it been within 20, 25? Oh, they've not had anybody within 20, maybe 25. Yeah. But so they've just been a machine all yeah. year. And so, all right, the rest of our. Uh, top 10 for 5A, number three, Pine Bluff finishes number three at 10 and three on the season. Great year for them. Uh, what that coach done is over there revitalizing that legendary program has been awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, Huge. I don't know. I'd heard that they're moving down or up. Seems like I heard, I heard up. up. Yeah. And so, we'll, we'll check on that. I'm not sure exactly what, what will happen to Pine Bluff next year. Everybody in 5A is wishing Parkview would move up. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Number four is Valley View. Great season for Valley View as well as they finished 10-2. and two. Number five, Lakeside, 9-3. and three. Number six, Camden Fairview. Number seven, Mills. Number eight, Southside at 10-2. and two. And number nine, Hot Springs. And rounding out our top 10 for 5A is Robinson at seven and four. I, I gotta say, hats off to that Valley View team. I sure didn't think halfway through the season they were going to end up at number four in the in the state. Yeah, they had a great but year. They did have a great year. And you know Carson or not Carson? Is it Carson? Yeah, Turley. Yeah, Carson Turley, quarterback. quarterback uh, great, great season. And then you know Brian Huff, the linebacker, is the number three player in the state. Yeah, as far as recruiting goes, I totally won. I know he won. I think two Player of the Weeks. For us, for five, yeah, yeah, so. uh, and and you know where Huff's going? Yeah, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So let's move on to four A. Yeah. So so him and Dendy and yeah, everybody else, probably Crutchfield and yeah. you think that's where he's going to go? Uh, that's the rumor. It said that I saw earlier the other day. It said he's not off of Arkansas. Oh well, good. Yeah. Well, maybe he just the new, he, he made his decision too quickly. Maybe the new news will convince yeah, him otherwise. Maybe so. <laughs> we'll get to that. That's right. All right, four A Harding Academy thirteen and zero after they beat Ash down forty two to fourteen. Huge game this week, oh, man. man. If it was down the road, I'd go. But golly, it. Elkins is so far away. <laughs> I know. So that it. gets us to number two, Elkins thirteen and zero after they beat CAC fifty three to thirteen. Man, I, you talk about a fun game to watch. I, I mean, I guess I'll get to watch it. I'll probably just watch it on my TV. Yeah. I, I'm going to try to, I think I'm going to go to the state championship game Friday night. So Are you? Yeah, I probably won't watch it, but so I, would, watch. I would love to be there. Yeah, Little Rock Christian in Greenwood. Yeah. 
Oh, I would too. Number three, Warren, 13 and 0, beat Ozark 45 to 7. I sure didn't see that coming, not to that magnitude. Warren has slipped by so many teams. And that's the thing is like all year long, we, we kept thinking, all right, this is the week Warren's going to get beat. Yeah. Because they, right. just, they just kept barely. Right. I mean, they'd start slow and then they'd end up beating somebody by 20. And, and, and I would say that this is the week. Yeah. But who knows? Because Ozark has played well all year and I thought, I'm talking about this next one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? That's As right. they go to Rivercrest, Rivercrest 11-2 and two after beating Arkadelphia 36-12, to 12, a team who we've had highly ranked, mm-hmm. uh, they handled them. And I, the thing about this Rivercrest team that really intrigues me about playing Warren is their defense. Their defense is yep. so good. So good. So those two will play. You talk about two great games. Yeah. Two great games. For a fact. All right, to finish up the rest of 4A, number five, Arkadelphia finishes at 7-4. and four. Malvern, 8-4. and four. Ozark, 10-3. CAC, 9-3. DeWitt, 10-2. And, uh, and then the Scrappers from Nashville finish off at number 10 at 8-4. and four. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it's going to be time to do three and two. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the studio We've got three and two A top tens, Maddie. All right, the three A top ten for between the mats, week fourteen. Number one, the Boonville Bearcats, eleven and two. This score right here surprised me, junk. We this this HGOC team has been playing some football as of late, and uh, I really really thought that this would be a, a closer score than what it was. I did too. But Boonville just come comes out and dominates, beats them forty four to sixteen. Number two is Prescott as they're twelve and one on the year, beat Bismarck forty two to thirteen. They will play at home against Mansfield. Number three, Glen Rose eleven and two, beat Junction City fifty to twelve, and they will travel to play Boonville. This Glen Rose defense junk is playing some football right yeah, now. Yeah, they really, really are. Number four is Mansfield. Uh, I guess if you could say the upset in 3A last week as Mansfield knocks off Salem to give them their first loss of the season, beat them 26-22, to and they will travel to Prescott to play the Curly Wolves on Friday. To finish out our top ten, 4-3A, number five is Salem. Finished 11-1 and on the year. What a year they had. 
Number six, Cam- Harmon Grove, Harmony Grove, Wachita County. Dead Gummit. They finished nine and three on the year. Number seven, Junction City, nine and four. Number eight, Bismarck at ten and three. Number nine, Hoxie, eleven and one. And number ten, Charleston, eight and four. All right. The two A top tens. Number one, East Poinsett County. Good old Dennis Gaines and his little brother. That's right. Twelve and one after beating Carlisle 26-21. Talk about a showdown. Five point game. Yeah, great ball game. Great ball game. Bigelow number two after beating Mark Tree thirty six to twenty. Let me tell you, surprise of the two A has been not just that Bigelow good; they're good every year. Sure, they're thumping people in the playoffs. Man, defense is playing phenomenal. Um, you know, and so Bigelow's been—they've been very, very good the past three or four years. Right, but they've always stumbled that first That's right. first round. Couldn't of the playoffs. get through it, and then now that they de- they have. It's like they gain confidence. Like, okay, we can we can do this now. Well, you you got a really good quarterback. Oh yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. And then of course they play defense every year. Yeah. So they got the tools. They do they got the tools. They got a good running back too. So huge game Friday night in the state championship as EPC plays Bigelow, and that's actually noon on Friday. Yes, sir. Yep, noon on Friday. All right. So number three Carlisle eleven and two. Number four Mark Tree nine and three. Hazen at five. Murfreesboro at six, Conway Christian at seven, Desark at eight, Hector at nine, and good old Howard County Mineral Springs at ten. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that does it for our top tens. We're going to get old Cabo on the phone, and we're going to do our pick'ems. Sounds good. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified licensed and bonded when you reach out to call your roofing we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof since 2013 call your roofing has worked to be the roofing company that arkansas can count on we work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy qualified employees we offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Matt gave us our top tens. Now it's time for the man, Kevin Cabo Bohannon. How's it going, Kevin? Doing great, guys. It's championship week. In state of Arkansas. Boy, so, it is. Can you believe yeah, it, five, man? It, yeah, five state champions this weekend, four in the 11, man. And then, of course, Thursday gets it all started. So, a uh, lot to talk about tonight. Plus, and I know you guys have already, you know, been talking about little college football. And uh, let us say the, the Arkansas Razorbacks are in right now. But high school football is going to reign for at least 
you know, the next two weekends. No doubt. I mean, we talk about it every year is how we, we anticipate, we wait, we wait, we wait for football season to get here. And then when it does, you blink and it's gone. But for whatever reason, man, it just seems like this year has been ultra fast. I don't know why. It, I agree. It's just because of just how everything went. Everything went according to plan, really. I mean, Bryant getting beat, of sure. course, but, you know, that's one segment of everything. Everything else really kind of worked out like we thought it would. And, you know, we talked about it last week when we, do the, when we were doing our picks that six of the eight conference champions in 4A made the quarterfinals. Five in 3A, you got the two best teams throughout the season that showed body of work in 2A, and you got the battle for the West. So, while the storylines have pretty much stayed the same, there's a few intricacies. You get to see a heavyweight battle in Greenwood and Lenart Christian. But I, I, I know I, that's the feeling that I got as well that flew by because everything worked out kind of how we thought it would yeah. at the end of the day. I'm with you. And, and we will we will t- get your take on uh, the all the rage, the, the buzz around the state with the new potential hire for the Hogs since we don't have a ton of, of games to pick. So after we pick our games, we'll get your take on that. <laughs> All right, so last week in our Pick'em Challenge. Oh, man, I wish I had some music. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead and announce yeah. it. I'll let you gloat a little bit. Junk got his first victory in many, many weeks. I mean, maybe the year? <laughs> Have I won one this year? I think it was early in the year. It was early. <laughs> so, Junk went an impressive 13 of 16 last week. So, that was, hey, that was the top of all, not just our, us three, but all the finalists in our Pick'em Challenge. You beat all That's them as really well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, me and Cabo tied 11 to 16 apiece. So, going into the final 10 games of the season, Maddie is at 282, Cabo's at 277, and Junk's at 275. So, there's still a chance. Well, it's not a that very might good be one. a stretch. <laughs> there is a chance for Cabo. Yeah. Um, I'm, no, I'm, there's not. No, there's not. We got what, guys? 10 games left? 10 games. I mean, yeah. I don't think me and Maddie are going to go like wild and crazy. I mean, I think he's going to pick Shallow Christian, so you got a chance. I, mean, I, well, I still want my million dollars when they win by 20. This that's week, right. So that's I, right. I, I don't know what sponsor you, ponied up that hey, time, but I'm really Cabo said, let that. it ride. Let it ride. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll get into, before we do, we'll uh, kind of tell you where our standings are for our pickums for our finalists. Uh, they were two weeks away from crowning our inaugural. Between the Mats Playoff Pick'em Challenge winner, which will receive $300 just in time for Christmas. and so Have we figured out where that money's coming from yet? Your pocket. Oh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right, so week three winner, and I, we're going to keep them anonymous here like we talked about earlier. Well, the week three Not winner, Jason Smith, though. Yeah, he's dead last. Okay. <laughs> Week three winner is at 83. Week seven winners at 81. Week eight winners at 78. And then uh, from there it goes from 76 down to 69. So those top five are still in it legitimately, but really it's going to come down to those, those top three. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they finish up. All right, so our week four playoff pick em challenge, the 2A state title game, which is – Friday at noon, War Memorial Stadium, East Poinsett County, taking on the Bigelow Panthers. I'm going to go East Poinsett County to take the title by three. All right, so we've got one off the bat. It's different. <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about right there. Good job, Maddie. You betcha. It's, it's, Bigelow has played 
in the state championship game in all three major sports over the last two seasons. They finished runner-up in baseball, the Woodlawn, in 2022. They won basketball this past year. They actually won golf in the fall. Are you saying they're they're a team of destiny? I mean, mean, rename it Titletown for all I care. You know, it just (laughs) – I, I love the makeup of this team. Carter Alexander, of course, played, signed to play baseball at UCA. Rhett Neumeyer, coach's kid. You got to love those coaches' kids at quarterback. I'm just saying we're a special breed. And I think they do it, man. They've been so close. They've been snake bit so many times. I think this is the time where they finally flush the Hazen game from a couple of years ago out of their system, and they win. So I've got Bigelow by six. I have the Panthers by three. Y'all going to just do me dirty right out the gate like that. Yeah. Hey, man, I, listen, I'm rooting for Bigelow. Uh, me and Junk talked about it just a minute ago, K-Boy. It's just like the first two or three – or the last two or three seasons, that first week, they've just been snake bit and couldn't get over the hump. But after they did this year, you could just see the confidence grow and, and they really believe that they can get it done now. Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the biggest things. And you, you, you talked to Coach Luke Starks and I – Got, got some information from him. Carter Alexander has 147 tackles on the year. So that's crazy. And that's, that's, a, that's a nose for the football. That's going to be a great matchup with them, their defense, the way they've been playing. They've been very ball-fault-oriented defense. You talk about Neumeier controls the, the passing game and everything, but they're very opportunistic on defense. So I think that's going to be the deciding factor in that game on Friday. Well, let me just say, if Jason Smith is picking this, he would say, well – Mark Tree by 10. No, he'd say the Panthers have already beat one tribe of Indians. So surely they would beat another tribe of Indians. (laughs) That's why he's in last place. That's why he's in last place. (laughs) All right. In 3A we go for the semifinals. Glenn Rose to take on the Boonville Bearcats. Man, I I would love to watch this one as well. I think this is going to be one of them old-timer just – punch you in the mouth football games. Yep. This Glen Rose defense is playing nasty as they always do. Can they stop and slow down Dax Golf? That's the question. I'm going to say not as much as they should to win the ball game. I think golf still plays a major role in this one. I've got Boonville by seven. That's yeah, tough, I love man. it when I get I, yeah when I get those type of questions on uh, my scoop and score segment on drive time. Uh, what does Mills have to do to – beat Parkview, and I'm like, Parkview not get off the bus. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be that situation. It's going to be close. Glenn, Glenn Rose has played very, very well ever since losing to Malvern six months ago. But uh, I think Boonville too much, too many weapons. They're back healthy now, and finally Dax Golf gets to play a full game. Uh, I've, I've got Boonville in this one, and I think, you know, being at home, I think they win by 14. Well, boys – I got one up on Matt last pick. I can get one up on both of you with this one. <laughs> I think Glenn Rose has the defense to shut down about anybody. Oh, and, yeah. and this is going to be a tough one, a tough matchup. But, boy, Glenn Rose is just scrappy and tough. Which Boonville is, too. Now, you do know Boonville runs the same offense at Harding University. I do. Runs. I do. <laughs> I do, but we you just know, talked about us. I know it's hard, hard to, to stop. stop. <laughs> but, you know, some people do stop it. They do. Yeah. That's right. I got Glenn Rose by one. I love it. All right. In the other semifinal matchup, Mansfield, which was a surprise out of this bracket, uh, knocking off Salem last week, giving Salem their only loss of the season, will take on Prescott. And uh, this is another team that over the last couple of years has had really talented football teams, but not been able to get it done. 
I think Prescott gets it done this week, gets to the finals. I've got Prescott by 13. Yeah, another name that you're, you're going to hear this week, Genoa Harris. He had 194 yards last week on 19 carries, a couple touchdowns. Uh, for Prescott, they just too many weapons. They got Harding Academy out of the way. You know, they moved up to 4A last year, so <laughs> it was you know, prime picking for them to do it. Uh, but Mansfield defense is going to keep them in this. Prescott's offense, as prolific as it is, I don't think it's as good as it has been the couple, last couple of years. And this could be one of those games that's like 21 to 13 or something like that. But at the end, it's about guys who have been there and know how to get to Little Rock and West Markham versus guys that are just hoping to get there. And for that reason, I got Prescott by 13. Well, I watched the Curly Wolves last Friday night. And let me tell you, they got some dudes that passed the eye. I told Coach Glass, I said, you got a couple guys that – Passed the eye test, big time. Yeah, and what I mean by that, I don't remember if you saw the kid from was Homer, Homer, yeah. Louisiana last year that was on the 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 pictures on Max Preps looked like, you know, the guy from the Green Mile, <laughs> you know, John Coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, number two, I don't even, I can't remember his name, a defensive end or something, yeah. defensive lineman. They're defensive all the way across. Uh, came to the sidelines and he had his. He's got one of those jerseys that just cuts off right at his pads at the mm-hmm. top of his shoulder. And I thought, my goodness, that kid's arms. I mean, it was impressive. And I knew that they were good. But when you watch them play in person, you're like, they're loaded. Yeah. They really are. Right. Uh, one thing I noticed that a lot of teams would should be jealous of is Pierce Yates' ability to stand in the backfield as long as he wants to because they had an offensive line that blocked their rear ends off. Is that right? Absolutely. He's, I mean, he had all the time in the world. And that number th- – I think I think number three is Harris. Number three, is, I think, is his number. Dude, he can flat go. Yeah. I mean, he can go. Yeah. And then you got Gully over there that's right. – you know, and he's just one of another. There's several of them. Is uh is Harris, is he a senior? He's a senior, yeah. He's a, if they'll play to their potential – I don't think anybody can stop them. I just don't. I got Prescott by three. All right. On to 4A we go. And a couple of good ones here as well as you've got Warren, uh, who knocks off Ozark last week in convincing fashion, will travel up to take on Rivercrest. Uh, A defense that has played over the last four or five weeks has just taken it to another level. Um, Just what they've done um, in the playoffs alone defensively, I think – Speaks volumes. They've got the speed, I think, to keep up with Warren. So I think it's going to be a really close ball game. I'm going to go with Warren in this one, but I've got it close. I've got Warren by two. They needed that statement win last week, and that's weird saying Warren, but they needed to blow out Ozark for us to be, like, very comfortable in picking them this week. That's right. Goal right now. Uh, They smashed Arkadelphia in the mouth. Arkadelphia had won, like, what, nine straight or whatever it was, eight straight. Uh, so that was really big for them. I do think, like you said, the Colts have the the dudes and, and Turner and the rest of the crew to keep up with these guys. But at the end of the day, man, Denton has over 40 touchdown passes for a freshman. That's incredible. Can, yeah, I think he's at 42 on the year. And those guys are just now rounding in the form. They're back. They're healthy. Like I said, and – Bo Embry, he he was talking one time, and out of the last 20 years, there's only been two where they felt or it didn't break their way that they had a clear shot at War Memorial. Hmm. And that's just that, – that's the Jacks. And yeah. when, you, when they roll 
and they got that jacks across there. They know what they're there to do. So, yeah, I got warned. It'll be close. I got them by three. Not so fast, my <laughs> friends. Now, you got to understand, I'm picking as to make up some ground. That's right. I'm throwing some Hail Marys here. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Rose was kind of a Hail Mary. Uh, Prescott Bigelow, I felt that way about. Uh, I, I felt like they were the, the winners. <laughs> but uh, this one here, man, I think that if I'm going to pick a Hail Mary, this is one to pick because – Rivercrest has just been punching people in the mouth. They have. I mean, just throat chopping, yep. son. And, and Warren had that impressive win, but don't forget the all the games they didn't dominate. Sure. Just because they got one doesn't mean that that's where they're at now. They had a good one Friday night. They did. Uh, a lot of young players at Warren still. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that may be part of it. I'm telling you, it's going to be tough to beat Rivercrest at home. I'm picking Rivercrest by one. I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier today, and he he has a friend that lives down in Monticello, and they went to a wedding or something, I think, last week, and and Bo Henry was here. (laughs) His buddy asked Henry, like, I don't know if he doesn't keep up with high school football or or what he was thinking, but he asked him. He said, so are are y'all still in the playoffs? (laughs) Like, like – like, know the room, right? right. <laughs> he said Henry just looked at him like he had four heads, and he was like, yeah, we're still playing. Yeah, we're still undefeated, actually. Yeah, like we – I Jack. Can't, can't remember a Thanksgiving I didn't practice. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so the other side of the bracket, Harding – Wait, 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 you need your friend. That's, That's right. right. No, he wasn't really his friend. He just told somebody he was his friend. That's right. All right, the other side of the bracket, Harding Academy travels up to northwest Arkansas to take on the Elks. Man, I wish I could transport myself back and forth to the the state title game and and this one here because I I would love to watch this one in person. Got to see the Elks for the first time in person last week, and, man, they're impressive, not only offensively, but they can play some defense as well. I'm picking an upset in this one. I'm going with the Dean brothers and – Deshaun Chairs, I've got the Elks at home by three to knock off the Wildcats. No disrespect to the Rivercrest Colts of Warren Lumberjacks, and one of those teams will play for a state title next week. It, this is the game that I was hoping would be a state t- final. Oh, me too, Kevin. Me yeah, too. Same as are the most similar in terms of they could roll you up by 50 at any time. And it has to be 14 hours away from anybody. <laughs> yeah. The the other two teams, they they can't do that. I mean, at will this year. I mean, Harding Academy beat Valley View fifty one thirty three. I mean, come on now. Right. So, Elkins they haven't been punched in the mouth yet at all this year. Their closest game was forty one to twenty, and right. yeah, you know, with the kind of sleptwalk through everything. What's going to happen now? Uh, you know, CAC did their best, but this you know COC school in Cersei is a little bit different and. For that reason, guys, Owen Miller is 43 of 50 for 811 yards and 11 touchdowns in the playoffs. That's 86% completion percentage over three games. That is absolutely kooky. That's silly. That it's is, nuts. Yeah, you know what's funny is, is, you know, when you hear the private school talks about, you know, all the recruiting and all that, and I, and I tell people all the time, and I don't know, I don't know what other schools do, but I do know – that those kids playing at Harding Academy, I went to college with their parents. Yeah. 
So they've they, been there. They've been there. <laughs> Their right. parents played there. Yeah. I mean, grade. that's right. It's, these kids are not coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. And I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if where that started. Uh, and I know that we've all kind of speculated about some schools. Of course, now you don't have to be private yeah. <laughs> to recruit. Right. But uh, I'm telling you, like, those kids, their parents played there. They're, I mean, they're just Cersei kids. Yeah. And Owen Miller's yeah. had, what, two brothers? That's right. That are, one of them playing yeah. across the street. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew and New Jack City, the quarter, or one of the receivers out there, his family has a building named after him right there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, their dad was the team doctor. Granddad was a team doctor for 100 years. Yeah, his older brother, Jimmy City, was a 2019 grad, played state championship baseball for Shane Fullerton. So, yeah, that's, yeah all those guys, you know, come up through there, and they, they know the Harding Academy tradition. So, yeah, I've got Harding Academy by seven. I've got Harding Academy by six. I love I it. I just – man, it's just different. Like, like Kevin said, I – the program is just playing at above a four A standard. I agree, I, and I think I, I, it, I could have gone either way on this one. Honestly, uh, the thing to me that really impressed me, putting my eyes on the Elks last week, was the way they played defense. I mean, yeah, that's huge. They, they took an offense of CAC that's averaged probably forty five, forty seven points a game this year, and just completely dismantled them. And so. I'm not saying they can do that to Harding, but I do think that they're it's going to be harder. They're going to create some turnovers, and that's going to be the difference in the ball game. Sure, and I agree with you, and, and I and I think that they can potentially beat them. Yeah, um, I will say that so far, me and you have one like a like game, and me and Kevin have two alike games. Uh-huh. He's kind of swinging from the hips, son. That's right, <laughs> going for the knockout. I'm either going to be way behind <laughs> or right in there. All right, into 5A we go. The state championship, Little Rock Park View versus the Saints of Shiloh Christian, a rematch from last year. This is a 6.30 kick on Saturday, War Memorial Stadium. Uh, we've talked about it all year, and I, I stand firm in this. I think Park View is not only the best team in 5A, I think they're possibly the best team in the state of Arkansas. They've just got too many weapons. I do think Shiloh – Learned from last year in the state championship game and has a good game plan, but in the end, just not enough weapons. I've got part view in this one by 10. Yeah, you can't play keep away from them because they're that good that they'll make you go three and out. And we saw that last year against Shiloh. So special teams, they, they've dominated all three phases of the game all year long, no matter who they played, just because of all the weapons that they got. You know, when you got 15, 17 guys out there, and I was talking about it with a friend earlier about, you know, when Arkansas football is better, it's good that the in-state talent that they send to Fayetteville is better. And, you know, Parkview has sent their fair share over the years. Jamal Anderson was really the last one that did anything. Eric Winston didn't. James Joyner is doing something for Liberty now, but he didn't do anything at Arkansas. So right. I think, you know, they, they, these guys got playmakers that are going to make plays in college. Mm-hmm. And take anything away from – uh, Shiloh Christian, Bo Williams has had a phenomenal year, over 1,800 yards, 37 touchdowns. He had 275 against Tom Bluff defense last week. Uh, it's going to be a little different animal this week. The key will be a freshman quarterback walking in and playing against a Bobby Bolding defense. Right. When you talk about stuff running down your leg, that's <laughs> likely to happen. And no offense, Cole Craig, he's had a great year. You know, this is going to be really big. Tucker Barnard, first year, keeps the tradition rolling, a tradition that he started back when he was an assistant coach and part of the administration 
with Josh Floyd and, you know, he's got shallow uh, Christian Saint in his blood. So we knew that these guys could be here when they beat Leroy Christian like a drum and they right. ran for six billion stars. So uh, I just don't think they have enough to be partnered on that, that being said. So uh, Farmington exposed a little weakness, you know, back at, you know, a couple, about five weeks ago now. So mm-hmm. I got parked by 21 and I'm going to take my million dollars on uh, Sunday. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that leaves me. I guess I'm sitting here looking, expecting y'all to say something. Uh, I mean, I, what do you say? Yeah. I mean, I I hope it's great game. I hope it's close. Nobody else has been the only close game that they've had. They won with uh, when they beat right Bryant. Yeah. You know, the number one team in seven A for the last decade. Yeah. Uh, so. I got part of you by 16. All right. Over to 6A we go. Clash of the Titans here as Little Rock Christian knocks off Benton last week, 42-35 to in a great football game. I got to see the second half of that one in person. And they will take on the juggernaut program of Greenwood. Uh, I don't know how many state championships in a row Greenwood has made. Cabo, you got any insight on that? This will be four. Four in a row? Yeah. Man, it's incredible. And, and, and that same buddy of mine that I was talking to about Bo Embry earlier, we were talking about Greenwood, man, and just how they get it done every single season. Like, so, that PA beat Greenwood last year in the state championship, right? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Before that, they had won the, the other three, right? No, they they didn't win one. They they had won two. They've had, Did Lake Hamilton up. win one? Uh, no, Lake Hamilton did. I forgot who won. It's close to mine right now, but um, El Dorado yeah. the year before. Yeah, the year before. Yeah, no. That's yeah. right. Because yeah. Young won it the first year. El Dorado beat them. Then they got PA last year. Now they're back for a fourth. It's every year with these guys. It's just a they just reload year after yeah. year after year, and so uh, it's impressive uh, what and, they do. And, and and you look. I mean, when you got a program, their fast dogs program, where they start mm-hmm. when they're when they get out of diapers <laughs> and they start working out every week. Yeah, until they get there and they all play. Yeah, that's right. So with that said, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs in this one. I've got Greenwood by eight in this one. Yeah, it's a, a lot of people liken it to Cabot when Malham was there, and they you know they come out of the womb running the dead teeth. <laughs> Right. All, all they do in Wee football and everything. So uh, this is what they've been looking for. That, that all these seniors that have been in there, L.J. Robbins, uh, and then you got the guys that'll be back next year: Grant Barnes, Kane Archer, Cash Archer. Like, those guys are going to be back. Is Cash, so, I thought Cash was a senior, junior. He's a so junior. He's. I saw he got an Ole Miss offer the other day, so he's just a junior. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Everything I've seen, he's a junior. Wow. Uh, with that said, Kane Archer's been a touchdown machine. It's like every week it's five, yeah. six, eight. Yeah. You know, and I talked to, you know, what we're doing our primetime performers of the year uh, in a couple of weeks and, you know, getting getting nominations and both Archers and Grant Carnes, you know, put up for, for nominations for Greenwood. So that's saying a lot right there. Um, but LaRock Christian, Walker White, how's, how's his legacy going to leave? You know, is it mm-hmm. going to be – you know that that that's really big for him, uh, Coach Tokyo, and what he's done there, big time. You know, since since he's been there, they've already got one. They got one with Justin Field back then, beating PA back in the day. But I think at the end of the day, Greenwood just got too much on them, and we saw what happened last time these two teams played close back and forth for a little bit. Greenwood pulls it out, and I think their defense is where it, you know at the end of the difference. 
Uh, Archer will make a play with his legs with his arm. They come up, they'll win by seven. Well, so, and and granted, I'm playing a little Hail Mary here, but let me just say, I picked LaRock Christian the first time they played because I saw Greenwood play against Greenbrier, and I saw LaRock Christian play against Greenbrier, and it was clearly – just based on those two things, Little Rock Christian was the best team we saw this year. Mm-hmm. Just those yeah. two ga- just those two games. I will say, and talking to others, that was the best that offense played all year long. Yeah. Thirty five points in the first quarter. Yeah. Most drives were one to two plays. So let me say, I'm picking Little Rock Christian by three. If they play that game, they got a chance. Yeah. The difference is is that's the game Greenwood plays every week. Sure. I mean that's you got to you got to play mistake free football. That's right. Little Rock Christian has to play. I'm telling you that game we saw Walker White play. It was impressive. It was impressive. That's what I'm basing my pick on. I'm picking Little Rock Christian by three because of that. I love it. All right, into our final pick of the week. It's a seven A state championship, an all Northwest Arkansas final here as Fayetteville knocks off Conway last week and Bentonville knocks off the juggernaut Bryant Hornets. For a rematch, a conference rematch where Bentonville lost to Fayetteville earlier in the year after they lost their mm-hmm. quarterback at half, I think Bentonville is just playing at a different level right now. I'm going to go them. the Tigers. Oh no, of Bentonville by seven to That's win the state it. title. I may make up ground this week. Who knows? <laughs> so when all the stuff about Petrino came out this afternoon, I know people are going to be listening to this on Thursday, but when when it came out. I started thinking about, and, and this was asked, you know, should should Petrino and staff go to Fayetteville and talk to Drake Lindsay? Absolutely. You have Shade that's 20, 2008 when they went to Greenwood and talked to Tyler Wilson. Yeah. It happened. So it could happen. I think, you know, Drake Lindsay has had one of those years that will put him in Gatorade player of the year contention. Well, that's right. I year. agree. Yeah. And rightfully so. She kind of left him galore with Delamar. I think Del- I, I had Delamar in my 2025 rankings as the best player in the state of Arkansas in baseball. And he puts <laughs> up 1,000 yards this yeah, year. Yeah, that's football. nuts, isn't it? You know, he, he's just that kind of athlete. So, uh, what, you know, first career, he's averaging, uh, back to Lindsay, he's averaging 260 yards a game. This year alone, 51 touchdowns, two interceptions. 3,561 yards. Wow. Over the last year, he had 88 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's incredible. That, uh, it, it, with, with uh, you know, his Oops, sorry. average is, you know, over 14 and a half. So, they're throwing the ball downfield. They, they get rid of it and get it out of their hands and, you know, get it downfield. So, they can stretch the field. I think Bentonville's right behind them in, in, in that aspect. You know, they got C.J. Brown. Carter and I played really well last week, over 200 yards, four touchdowns again. The week before, he had 431 and four. So it, it's going to be one of those games that it's going to be a punch, counter punch all game long. And it, at the end of the game, who's there got the ball at? Fayetteville came close a couple of years ago, boys. And they should have won that game against Bryant. And Casey Dick knows that. Casey Dick was also in the hot seat that previous year he went what five and five he got beat by Central. Yeah, when Central <laughs> when when Central uh, yeah. kicked the field goal because yeah. they quarterback killed it on fourth down. Yeah. So that's that you know still fresh on his mind. He wants that out of his off his back, monkey off his back. So 
I got Fayetteville by six, and heck, boys, it could go overtime. But I'm excited about this game, you know, uh, Saturday at noon, high noon, all Northwest. And uh, I'm happy to eat crow and, and say congratulations to both of these Northwest Arkansas schools. I thought it would be Bryant Conway. Everybody did. Guest. Everybody hey, did. That's what we were going to see. It was going to be Buck James against his old team. Not so fast. Coach Jody Grant get his first state title. So, so should Coach Casey Dick. Should Fayetteville win? So I've got Fayetteville. I think you know this is what Drake Lindsey's destined for, in my opinion. All right. So back to the uh, the season, the, the game earlier in the season mm-hmm. at Fayetteville at the Purple Dog Stadium. Carter Knight goes down at the half. They lose by two scores. Yeah, I think that's right. Three, yeah. forty-two, twenty-one. Okay. Quarterback doesn't get hurt. It's a one-score game. Could go either way, right? Possibly. All right. I think that Jody Grant is one of the top coaches in the state. And I think that he is just destined for a state championship. And I think this is his chance. And I think that it's hard to beat the same good team twice. And therefore, I go with the Tigers by three. I I agree with you. I think Coach Grant does a phenomenal job. Um, I really base my pick for Bentonville on the fact that Coach Grant sends us pictures of his player of the week. <laughs> and, and, and Casey Dick has not one time, not one time in four sent years. us a picture. So, I'm picking against him for that very reason. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do anything based on emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I can I can bet you one thing. The, the, the chances of Drake Lindsey throwing an interception are – very low. <laughs> Very low. That's right. All right, Cabo. So let's hear it. Bobby Petrino, is it going to happen? And if so, what what's your thoughts? Yeah, it's going to happen. Earlier tonight, he he changed, you know, Twitter profile in Fayetteville with the hashtag WPS out there. Really? Had little, little green baby Bree calling the hogs on the Twitter account. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know all that. There, you know, daughter-in-law has to teach the kids how to call the hogs again so well to all the people i see on facebook who say that they're they're done with the hogs if they hire bobby petrino i my favorite thing are flannel pj pants and i wear a 2x so whenever you start throwing your stuff out if you've got 2x flannel pj pants (laughs) hog razorback i would love them if you got multiple pairs, send them to Sherwood. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's, you know, there's three. In, in my opinion, there's three groups that the fans right now that can see that that that's having issues and processing their emotions with all this because it is emotional. Petrino took us through the greatest time in Arkansas Razorback modern history. Because mm-hmm. outside of Coach Nut getting to the you know SEC championship game. In 2006, there wasn't much else to cheer about in the last, you know, 17 years. So that 2010, end of 2009 through 2011 season was, was big. We, we got to see what we expected. And being up there in the top five in the college football or the BCS standings at the time, you know, that was something Arkansas fans always clamored for. So there's three sets of fans right now. You got the people who, just remember that, and they could say the heck with everything else that happened. We just want to win. We want to run up and down the field, you know, throw it around, do whatever, and let's go win. He can do that for us. Uh, you Another, also, you, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 
there, there's another group of fans that that they they're they're hung up on the morality of the issue and Arkansas firing for calls he can't be rehired they they can't get past that and they can respect everybody else's opinion about it but they they see him as a man who screwed us once made us in a national embarrassment they 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 can't get past that then there's the realist and the realist say okay respect the guy as a coach we've known what he's done as a coach he's 62 years old now he's not a young pup like he was but he's still a great offensive mind but he could fall flat on his face again and knowing that with, with a program that's really on a lame could be a lame duck or, or one year trial period so it took a guy like Petrino that was willing to bet on himself and bet on Sam Pittman because everybody else wanted a two or three year contract. Pittman's not going to be here for two or three years if it, if what happened this year right. remotely. So I fall in that last part being a realist of because I've played the game, coached the game, analyzed the game now. So I'm excited about the potential about what could happen. And I also know it could be a one year deal. And we just, talking about a whole new staff this time next year let me say uh there's a fourth group and those are my <laughs> my children who have only ever known disappointment <laughs> as a Razorback fan <laughs> the younger generation that's all they've ever known sure uh let me say this so from a Christian standpoint uh I I don't I don't think we should be looking at him as he's tainted or flawed or, or flawed in, yeah. or that we're giving up our morality by wanting him here because we want to win. So my, my thoughts are, I mean, if you are a Christian, the one thing you, you have to believe is in forgiveness. <laughs> and so, you know, I saw where Chris Gregg made the statement that it's a great hire. He's a great offensive guy. And the last thing he said in his statement was, I believe he's a different man. And yeah. so that speaks volumes to me. Well, I mean, what was it? Was it last year that he came to the touchdown club and, and set up there and, 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 the third row. and cried his and cried his eyes out? You can't fake that kind of emotion. Nah, you no, can't. No. I mean, and here's the deal. And also, let me add this too. And I, I told you this earlier. That old trust your neighbors, but brand your cattle. So I'm not going to have my 25 year old daughter out riding motorcycles with him. I don't have to. Right. Right. I mean, I don't have to. I want him to coach the offense for the Razorbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's going to come here to do. And I got to see him, talk to him that day because when he was a coach at the University of Arkansas, I was coaching high school football. So I had met him before and talked to him. And as an offensive coordinator at the time, I wanted to expand my knowledge of the game. And I got to talk to him at coaching clinics and everything. And he remembered who I was yeah. and, you know, and asked, you know, if I was still, you know, in the game and everything. And we, we got to talk for a little bit. And I said, coach, I said, it took a lot to do what you did today. Absolutely. And to not only be invited back, but be willing to come back. He said, he said, Kevin, he said, I was humbled. And he said, it took a little bit for me to do that, even after it happened. So that told me everything I need to know right there. As sure, a absolutely. Uh, absolutely right uh, that, that's that, the thing about it is it, you're not compromising yourself because you want him here because we do want him here because he's good at offense uh but the fact is is that why why can i be forgiven and him not exactly exactly 
I mean, that makes makes that's that's the only thing that makes sense. I do have one request. If he is on the plane this way, before you go to Northwest Arkansas, stop by Pine Bluff. Yes. <laughs> Talk to Mr. Crutch. That's right. <laughs> Make a stop in Pine Bluff. <laughs> and then stop by yeah. Greenwood and find out who Archer's girlfriend <laughs> right. is right. and give her a scholarship. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome, Kevin. Well, appreciate you joining us, man. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I guess we got two games next week, and that's it. That's it, man. I'll, uh, I'll see you boys this weekend at War Memorial. Sounds, Sounds great. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here. Maddie, I'm just going to... I'm just gonna put you in the cannon and, and let you fire it <laughs> off. All right, all right, let's go. So, a hog's misery is complete for the season, and so uh, you know I, I prepared this segment in my notes prior to today. Prior to today, okay. and this kind of not not really threw a wrench in things. It actually helps me build my case. Sure. So, but it did change things. It did change things for yeah. sure. Um, I'm anxious to see what happens. Um, with who leaves, who comes back as far as players, you know. Well, we lost a good one this week. That, that one shocked me. Man, it shocked me too. And did you see what he said? Mm-mm. I, I didn't actually see quotes. I just read that. So, we're talking about Poopal. Mm-hmm. And that I read that the reason he left was because he was mad at his teammates' reaction. As far as? To losing and to getting down and just like. They were fine uh, with it. Really, and he was sick of it. Well, I, I don't blame. I him. don't blame him either. That that is the one thing that I'm like, you know what? I get that. Yeah, I do. So, I'm going to go into kind of where I feel like the state of the program is. And like I said, this was before the news today of Petrino yeah. and all that. And this is kind of, I don't want to say just a call to our fans, but it kind of is in a way. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing 
that your chick's job needs to be on the chopping block. <laughs> Not hundred percent. Go ahead and keep talking, and I'll, I'll chime in a bit. I mean, for for people to to lose and be that emotional, to lose sight of what this man has done for this Arkansas athletic program. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of football. Take football out. We sucked already anyway. Just take football out. <laughs> For him to be on the chopping block because and, he's not. And first of all, he's not. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But want him there. Right. Because he's not getting rid of Pittman is asinine. It, it, blows, it, it, it blows me away. The success of the Razorback program overall is better than it's ever been. Ever in history. Ever been. And so, I, I understand football is the driving force for, for revenue. Yeah. I get that. I, yeah. I totally understand. Well, when we win, it is. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. It props up all the other sports. That's right. Outside of basketball. It's a little different at Arkansas, though. Yeah, because baseball sustains baseball itself. makes money. It does. Yeah. That's right. But, man, like, you can't, you can't put a guy like that on short leash because of one hire. And that's why I don't think he's worried about keeping Pittman around because he knows that the people that have a say – are not idiots. Yeah, sure. So that was my first point. My second point, um, so Sam Pittman was widely recognized across the country as the best offensive line coach yes. in the nation right? before taking this job. Right. He was the old line coach at Georgia. Yes. I mean, if you talk – After being very successful here. Yeah. If you talk amongst the coaching circle in yeah. the country, he's the best. Right. He did not – Number one, he did not forget how to coach offensive linemen. No. Number two, he did not forget how to evaluate offensive right. linemen. Now, do you do you miss on recruits every now and then? Sure, absolutely. Every, co- but every you coach, can, but you can also only get who will, is willing to come to you. Very true. But every coach in the country misevaluates a kid here yeah. and there. It just happens. Well, it's no different than was John Chaney all of a sudden bad at coaching defense. No, he didn't have anybody to coach. That's it, man. It, 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 and so, like. All these fans that are calling in and be like, "Well, I thought he was the best offensive line. He was an offensive line guru. Well, he yeah. still is. Yeah, hundred percent. So if if we let him go tomorrow, yeah. he he could go to any program in the country. He'd go back to Georgia tomorrow as their O line coach. Yeah, anybody would take him. Any. So with that being said, like my bet is by keeping Pittman another year, he's tired of hearing it that he's not a good offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he uses – I would bet he used some of his own money to go out and do whatever it takes <laughs> to get the best offensive line. He got line. that email from here to your check like we did. They and I held He said, I'll put a million in myself. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but this guy knows how to coach offensive line. And, and my deal is if he gets the offensive line fixed, everything else is going to follow. Well, I mean, let's look at the reality. We had a couple of games that were, were, were just – Pitiful. Yeah. Missouri, Mississippi State, mm-hmm. and even Auburn. Yeah. Texas A&M wasn't great. We could have beat LSU. We could have beat Alabama. Yeah. Uh, we could have beat Ole Miss. Okay. So you're saying <laughs> that we were just absolutely awful all year. No, no we really weren't. We really weren't. Should have beat yeah. should have beat BYU. I mean, that, that game was just a – That's right. I mean, we should have right. won that game. Yeah. But. And, and and I think apathy did set in. It did. There's no I, question. I, and I think that's what happened at the end. Why things got so bad. Yeah. We did beat Florida. Yeah. And who in Florida? In Florida, <laughs> who should have beat Missouri? Yeah. Um, did beat Tennessee. Did beat Tennessee. <laughs> uh, you know that Missouri game. 
if you could have given Eli drink drink butt one game to to dominate other than being able to win that Georgia game, yeah, he would have picked this one. Oh yeah, he's gonna do everything he could to score as many points he could. That's right. So you know we were checked out. We're not bowl eligible, so on. But we were not just a West Texas no school of the blind. Well, and, and so. So my sec this, this second point kind of feeds into why I was for giving Pittman another year. Like, I get it with the portal and everything else. Yes, you can go out and you can rebuild a program quicker than what you used to be able to do. But at the same time, I think the portal hurts in that fact too because a lot of these kids don't have the loyalty and the fight for the program that what they used to have. Not even a little bit. You see what Dion said? He said, these kids – they won't even be faithful to a girlfriend. That's right. You think they're going to be faithful to you? And there's a lot of truth to that. And it's not because they're bad kids. They're just kids. Kids. Uh, they're immature. They, they're growing up. And they're being told yes. to do that. Now, here's the other thing. What did we see for the majority out of the portal this year, especially at receiver? We saw Division two guys, FCS guys, who played like, Good Division Two and good yeah. FCS guys. They were not SEC receivers. No, they weren't. They weren't. No. They couldn't get open. That's right. They had. Hey, well, those guys can catch the ball. They sure can. But if you can't get open, it don't matter. Because let me tell you, SEC corners will lock you down. Sure. Different breed of people out there. Yes. Um. So, I think in basketball it's different, and Muscleman knows it's just better than everybody else at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, knows how to go get those kids the right ones. I think in football you got nine thousand kids out there. Literally nine thousand. Not 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 being no, it's drastic. Insane. Nine thousand kids. Most of them aren't playing. It's which is why they're in there. Mm-hmm. Which ones are you going? I mean, really, how, how how much can you improve your program by those kids? Yeah, uh, and most of the time, I mean, in most cases. And so, we're, and how I said earlier, like the the news come out with Petrino and why it helps me build my case for this is now, like my whole case was. Pittman wants to win. Absolutely. He wants to be yeah. successful here. It's not – he didn't come here just to no. be like, well, I was a head coach and I sucked and I'm going to go to the right. lake. I'm going to go to the lake now. Right. That's not what he – He still believes he can win too. He still believes he can. And this – with Petrino coming in, this is a perfect example. Like – Well, and let's be let's be honest. Yes, Nick Saban's different. Kirby Smart's different. Mm-hmm. Most coaches are not coaches. They're managers. Sure. You get the right guys in there. No you doubt. get the right guys calling the offense, calling the defense, running your special teams, the right kids in there. That You've done your job. You Give just, a good pregame speech or call Houston Nutt and let him come in and, and give a good pregame speech. And you've done your job. That's right. That's right. All right, to the, my final point. Okay. So, most Hog fans would be content winning eight games a season for the most part. Would you say <laughs> that's true? I, I used to think so. <laughs> I think we're getting more delusional the longer it goes. I think, though, the majority yeah, of the fan base. I agree. If, I agree. You, if you said, all right, here's the deal. We're going to win average eight games a season. Occasionally, we'll win nine, ten. Ten, yeah. Have a really, get, really good get year. Get a BCS Bowl. Yeah. Yep. You know, out of the last ten years, how many SEC programs have averaged eight wins a year? Hmm. Out of the last ten years, out of all the SEC teams – how many have won an average of eight games a year? Like, how many programs? Yeah. Well, out of the last ten years, only one, maybe two. So you have three. 
Alabama, yep. Georgia, Georgia, and LSU. Okay, I forgot about LSU. That's I was it. thinking, I was thinking Ole Miss since Kiffin's Kiffin. been there, but he hadn't been there ten years. No. So over the last ten years, yeah. On an average, there's only three mm-hmm. teams yeah. that have averaged eight wins a year. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know this stat. I'm speaking just based off past hearing things in the past, but how many teams have played in the national championship <laughs> in the last 20 years? And it's like five. Not many. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like five or six yeah, teams. That's right. You have to consider that. Absolutely. That's why every school in the SEC, since Saban has been there at Alabama, averages, what, was it three, three and a half mm-hmm. coaches? Yeah. In that span? Yeah. And so, I mean, listen, I w- I'm one of those guys, too, that said, man, I'd, I'd love to win eight games a year, but it's yeah. just not realistic. Like, there's going to be times. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's a good – I mean, I think that's – A good benchmark. Yeah. I mean, I think that's – I don't think that's overshooting your goal. No. No, I don't. I think going, man, we need a national championship. We need to get a coach over here. We need to get Saban over. You know, yeah. But when I looked at this, when I was looking this up, like when I figured out there was only three teams, two of them being Alabama and Georgia, yeah. I was like, holy cow. Now, Houston Nutt averaged eight? Probably. I'd say so. I want to say at one time he was at nine. Yeah. Like he hit it a high clip. And people back then didn't <laughs> – I don't get it. And so, Drinkwitz, you know, everybody's like, oh, he, he's a better coach than Pittman. Listen, the guy went five and five, yeah. six and seven, six and seven. Yeah. And 90% of the fan base wanted him gone. Gone. And they showed him some grace, yeah. showed him some patience, and he turned it around and, yeah. and won 10 games this year. Right. Like, it can happen. So, yeah. uh, I, just, I just urge people to not let go of the rope, continue to support this program, and so, continue to support Pittman. He's a good dude. He wants yeah. to do well. He wants to win. And, hey, this hire is big for him. Hey, let me tell you, I, if I'm him, I don't know what he's thinking, but if I'm him, I'm thinking, they gum, they're going to save my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking, if there's one thing that can save my job, this might be it. Because <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you right now, we got a defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. He, that dude can coach. He proved his worth. We played apathetic against against yeah. that defensively the last couple of games. Sure. We, I think that the team checked out. Well, obviously, based on what Poop Paul said, they did. That's right. Yeah. But I think this dude can coach. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. And I think Petrino helps him on so many fronts. Oh, yeah. He's a great recruiter. He knows how to evaluate offensive talent. Yeah. Uh, he's got, Don't ever, ever give him the checkbook or you'll have $3,000 left for defense. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's, he's got head coaching experience. That's right. He can help with some in-game decisions. And he's a terrible head coach, but he's a great offensive mind. And I agree with you. And he's been there. Yes. And then and then the fact that he's just an offensive genius. Right. So, um, man, I'm excited. So, that's my that's my rant. I'll get off my soapbox. Talk to us about Harding. Hey, man. <laughs> awesome game Saturday. You know, Harding played uh, Central Missouri. An electric offense. You know, you talked about it a lot going into it and, and me listening to you. I was peeing my pants before the game Saturday because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, I was – well, i tell you not just that, but watching what happened to Henderson. Mm-hmm. I told you that, I told you that Saturday, I, I hope Harding can, can score with them. Yeah. Which is funny because Harding has, like, the number one defense <laughs> in every category in the country. Um, but it was as advertised. It was. The, the offense, they were unreal. I'm telling you. That pace was like faster than yeah. uh, old Malzon. You know, right. I mean, it was just go go go, and and it was hard to stop. And Harding did a good job slowing it down enough to where 
their offense could slow it down the rest of the way. Yeah. I don't know any other way of putting it. Harding, a lot of times, their offense is, I don't want to say their best defense because their defense is so good. Mm. But when you can drive the ball for eight to ten minutes and, you know, just absolutely take out a quarter yeah. and score. Yeah. Well, that's what Cooper said after after they put that 97-yard drive together. Yeah. Cooper said, uh, UCM needs to put like a 10-minute drive together and let their defense rest. And I was like, yeah. they don't know how. They don't how. Yeah, that's right. They can't. That's Which is what really hurt Malzahn in his career. Mm-hmm. His defense could – I mean, you needed three defenses. That's right. Because <laughs> when you could score in, in literally 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. And they, and we saw that Saturday. Mm-hmm. They did. Um, the So, you remember Balaam used to be, I want to control the clock. I want to yeah. control the clock. That only works if you score. That's right. That's, and that's what Harding's doing. Yes. They well, – that second quarter, you text me. Matt's on the other side of the stadium. Because of the uh, sunshine. Because, he, well, you were over there originally to sit with Carter McElhaney. Yeah. He was over there watching. That's right. Uh, so, y'all were just – I mean, you, you didn't have a dog in the fight. No. You were a spectator. You like football. Yeah. Uh, but the sun was shining on that side. He texted. He was going to come over at halftime. And he's like, hey, I'm not leaving the sunshine. I said, hey, I don't get it because it's freezing over here. I get it. I don't blame you. Anyway, he texts me right before second quarter because that's when the only punt that uh, – Central Missouri punted mm-hmm. was on the five yard line. I think it was a five. It was a five. I think yeah. it was the five. Because I looked uh, at Clint, I said, "Well, I guess we'll just go score ninety five yards." Well, I get a text right there, look down, and and, Clint, and Matt said, "This drive may last the entire second quarter." <laughs> I said, "You're probably right." I yeah. said, "Hopefully they score." You know, yeah. And and they went ninety five yards they and did. scored, and it took ten minutes. Yes, it did. Uh, that's hard on your defense. Oh man, it's brutal. <laughs> and and being able to being sitting right behind their bench and and watching those defensive linemen come off, they yeah. were they were gassed. They had to be. They were exhausted. Had to be. They were. And and, so. and and Harding's offensive line, you would think it would really get to them too, but they are. There's a difference in moving backwards and moving frontward. There just is. Yeah. Um, and they're conditioned for that. They're they're. I mean, Harding's taking 25 seconds of play. Sure. Oh, so yeah. You give those guys 25 seconds of rest, <laughs> they're ready to go. That's right. Um, it was an awesome first half. They go in up seven. I never felt like Harding wasn't in control. End up scoring first the second half and then – Almost having, took the kickoff back. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And ended up uh, keeping that two-scored lead till mm-hmm. six minutes to go. And you're thinking – this is over. Well, and I told we, me and Cooper were sitting there talking about it, and Harding was up two scores, and and I said the only way they have a chance in this one is they've got to score quick on this possession. Yeah. Well, and I said, I told Clint, I said, here's the deal: we can't, more than likely, we're not going to stop their offense. Right. But as long as we get the ball back, we're fine. Well, what's crazy? I had just texted you about how impressed I was with Harding's defense because they hadn't given up any explosive plays. <laughs> and the next play, it's like 80 yards, just a missed a missed tackle. That's it. Two guys ran into each other, yeah. and they go 80, which they can do at any time. Right. But I'm thinking, I'm telling Clint, listen, we're fine because there's five minutes left. They ain't stopped us all game. They've got to kick it to us. As long as we recover it, we're fine. Yeah. What do they do? They stop them. Three and out. Three and out. Yeah. And that just goes to show, just like the end of the game, Mentality is such a big thing. Huge. That defense knew that they had to get a stop. That's right. Like that, right. Did. Well, guess what? They score again. What does Harding special teams know they have to do? They have to block the kick. What'd you say that kid was? He was sixty-seven of sixty-seven for the year on extra points. 
Harding blocks it, wins the ball wins game. Wins the ball game. It yeah. was incredible. Oh, it was. What a great game. Hey, and a, a beautiful day. I mean, it was. Oh, it was perfect. It was chilly in the shade, but, man, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. For a no- it was a good football game. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Football day. So, they uh, they host Grand Valley State. One o'clock Saturday. That would be a good one, man. One o'clock. It's, uh, hey, let me tell you, the winner of this game should be at home the next week, mm-hmm. as, as far as we can tell. More than likely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which would mean they'll play either Slippery Rock or. Cootstown. Yeah. I, I think that's right. That. Yeah. Or they could play Valdosta or uh, um, whoever they're playing. Yeah, I don't remember who they're playing. Another three and four. There's two threes and fours. Lenore Ryan. Yep, I think that's right. And so uh, so there's a good chance that, 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 that the winner of this game will get to play home until the finals. That's awesome, man. And, and the, another thing is if you win this game, you're definitely the favorite in the next one. Yeah, that's right. And then – Probably not in the finals because Colorado School of Mines is there and they're just unreal. But I tell you, when you get to that point. Anything you have. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. You got anything else? That's it. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all joining us and we will check y'all next week. Later on. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered.